Hello, welcome to Jesus Christ Teaching Ministries on Signs, Wonders, and Miracles. Uh, we're broadcasting out of Kansas City, Missouri. The Lord has been blessing us of having the Word of God and giving, able to expand or teach or show you how to read and understand the Scriptures for yourself. Because, first of all, you've got to understand there is a God. If you you did not make yourself, you didn't make a, uh, the trees or the leaves, everything was made by somebody. And there's only one somebody can create the whole universe. We call him God or we call him the creator. And he sent his word and it became flesh. And his word was named Jesus or Yahshua or Joshua. Now, why God did things he does, we don't know. All we know that he is real and that the things of God is a mystery to us most of the time. And we need to learn because we're getting to the last part of what's going on. And that is that uh, the Lord has been blessing us going in, blessing us going out. And a lot of times we take it for granted and not seeing what the word is doing. Right now, we're into what they call uh, the the, the what we call the knowledge hour, the knowledge time, the knowledge of what the word is really saying that's been here from all these past times. And that's why we're into the scriptures now to see what is hidden in the scriptures and what do we need to do so that we'll be prepared when the judgment comes. Because right now, the governments are all getting together. They're trying to kill the people. People say, I don't believe that. Don't have to. All you do is look around. Your food don't taste the same as it used to. The vegetables don't taste the same. That's because they don't have the nutrients and stuff. There's been things called uh, uh, chemicals flying over the food, chemicals applied to the food. They're trying to keep anything to keep our bodies from healing themselves and and getting into the of the word that that is supernatural so that we'd be able to survive. There was a time when Jesus had to feed, feed the 5,000, and how did he do it? What was it, two uh, two fish and five loaves of bread? Now, how is he going to feed all those people? It had to be supernatural. Are those stories true? Everything in those things are allegories. It actually happened, but they're allegories. They're proverbs or hidden messages. And right now, we need to find out when is Jesus coming back for his church. He said you will not know the day or the or the, or the time, but he didn't say you would not know the season. And the seasons are the uh, what they call Mohardim, or appointed times. And God has showed us through the appointed time, things are happening over and over and over and over again to get us ready for the final Thing that's getting ready to happen right now they're getting ready to build the uh the temple the temple has there's been two other temples before the one is created they're creating now the bible talks about the three temples that's supposed to be that's why when uh the last one got destroyed in 70 a.d because they did not recognize the time of their visitation they thought jesus was not uh the, the king. They didn't think Jesus was the word of God. So they shunned him. They killed him. They destroyed his body. But what happened? They used to have this uh, 
a cloth they put on the door every uh, Passover. And when the cloth is on the thing, if God's favor is on that place, then that cloth would turn from red to white to let know that God is saying, we're cleansing your sin. We're setting you free from the sin of the past year. Well, I'm trying to tell you, this has been happening. From the time that Jesus got killed, from that point on, the thing has never turned white again. It's been red. That's because they rejected the Messiah. They rejected the King of Kings. He said, I will not come back until Israel cry out and says, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. In other words, it's more than just saying the name. you got to understand what the name means. It is our only salvation is by a person, and that person is a man named Jesus. He had to die to live. And even the uh, Pharisees and stuff, what did they say? Uh, the high priest that year prophesied, even though he didn't know he was prophesying. It's better for one to die than for a whole nation to die. Well, where did he get that? He had to understand what the scriptures taught in the, in the past. He knew who he was. A lot of those Pharisees knew. But they wanted to keep their, uh, their place in the kingdom of earth, that they would be rewarded here on earth. And understand that they were giving up the kingdom to die here on earth, but they were going to be happy while they're here. As I said, we need to find out what the scripture is saying and what what is the allegories and the proverbs and stuff like that. And so that's why we're going to go to Mark, the 15th chapter, starting with the first verse. So get your Bibles out. I was saying, just because you, you said, well, I'm in the church. And I believe in God, or I, I believe in God, that don't save you. Understanding, knowledge, wisdom is what's going to keep you. And it's in a person. That's why he said, be a follower of me, for I am meek and lowly. And how do you get to be that way? You have to practice every day. Practice not being angry at people. Practice not doing wrong to people. You've got to practice that thing because if you don't, the devil is real. He'll come into you, confuses your thoughts. I don't care how how uh, educated you are. <laughs> you got what less than 120 years, and the devil's been here for over 6,000 years. Your knowledge is not nothing compared to him. But as we learn of Christ, as we learn to walk as He walked then we'll start to understand like people like Paul said, be a follower of me as I am a follower of Christ. He understood the scriptures are in the word. It's the book. And the book has to become a part of you. That's why in the Old Testament it talks about uh, eat of the roll. He was talking to the prophet. And he said it was sweet in his mouth but bitter in his stomach. But what does that mean? That's what I'm saying. You've got to search out the scriptures and have an understanding for yourself. Because if you don't, the devil's going to whoop you. The devils and his demons are going to tear you up. And it's going to be when you least expect it. And then you'll be saying, oh, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. What were you doing when Lord was trying to teach you? That's why this is called Jesus Christ 
teaching ministries. Right now, as I said, we're in uh, Mark. We only got two more chapters to go. Mark, the 15th chapter, starting with the first verse. I have uh, Rhonda Mayberry with me today and all the others that's listening on the on the uh, broadcast here, and I'll be using them from time to time. All right. Will you read for us, please? And straightway in the morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council and bound Jesus and carried him away and delivered him to Pilate. And Pilate asked him, Aren't thou the king of the Jews? And he answering said unto him, thou sayest it. And, the, and so in other words, here they are. These are the religious people. These are the ones that should know the truth. These are the ones that should be teaching us how to live. And here what they're trying to do is kill the word of God. Why? Because of the book of Job, of the book of, uh, 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 oh, what's that other guy's name? Uh, where the, in the belly of the wells. Uh, Jonah, the prophecies are hidden in these scriptures. And what it was, it said uh, in Isaiah, it says there's going to be a famine in the land. Well, most people think it's mean food and stuff. It's talking about a famine and an understanding of the word. And these people, the religious people, are trying to keep you from getting it. What do you mean? All religious people? No. No, there's always going to be one or two that's going to be walking right. Look at all the people that's going to be walking wrong. Stop listening to this stuff that tickles your ears. It's time for you to learn the truth. Jesus is the truth. That's why we call him the A-man, or in Hebrew, it's called emit, means truth. He told us that we must serve the Father in spirit and in truth. And what is the word spirit? Understanding the truth. That's what it is. That's why I'm trying to teach you Jesus Christ teaching ministries. I don't know how much longer we'll be on the radio. I don't know how much longer the things are uh, about to unfold. But all we have to do is look about all the murders that's going on now. The spirit of murder is in charge. Also Je- uh, Jezebel, which is a real spirit, is taking over the churches. And that's why we have people ran church instead of God's running the church. All right, so here I just told you that the, uh, the, the religious people are trying to destroy the church. And then they take it to the world. That's why he took it to, to uh, Pilate. And Pilate represents the people of Gentile, excuse me, <clears throat> represents the Gentile nations. We're part of the Gentile nations. We got a chance to come in where the Jews messed up, trying to kill the word of God. And here we got a chance to learn the word of God. But what what we going to do with it? All right, keep going. And the chief priest accused him of many things, but he answered nothing. And Pilate asked him again, saying, Answerest thou nothing? Behold how many things they witness against thee. But Jesus yet answered nothing, so Pilate marveled. In other words, Jesus is giving us an example. This is more than just sin. It's an example. Just because people accuse you of something, you ain't got to defend yourself. Just because somebody talks bad about you, you ain't got to talk bad about them. But it takes practice. 
to have your mind set according to the word. A soft word will turn away wrath. Anger, if you come angry, don't let the sun go down on your anger. You have to practice these things. And you've got to, first of all, learn to tell the truth to yourself. Everybody, when they're born, they're selfish. Until you learn not to be selfish, you will be selfish in everything in your life. It's all about me, 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 me. But the Bible is teaching you the change. That's why I said, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The Spirit of God is moving in the earth to teach us how to be like Christ. That's what we're here for, to be made into the image and likeness of Christ, of Jesus. And then practice what he does. And in other words, when they were talking about him, he didn't answer a thing. Keep going. Now as a thief, he released unto them one prisoner, whomsoever they desired. And there was one one named Barnabas, which lay bound with them that had made insurrection with him, who had committed murder in the insurrection. And the multitude hearing aloud began to desire him to do as he had ever done unto them. But Pilate answered them, saying, Will ye that I release unto you the king of the Jews? For he knew that the chief priests had delivered him for envy. In other words, here the religious people are trying to get everything, and it wasn't the all the religious people. It was the people in higher authority. They want to have the the best seats in the house. They want to have the best food to eat. They want to have everything for them. And forget about the poor. That's why Jesus said, you know, take care of the poor. What did uh, 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 Paul teach? Take care of the poor. What did Peter say? Take care of the poor. What is he talking about poor? That's why you have to understand what the scripture is talking about. It is not talking about just being broke, but it's being poor in knowledge. Knowledge is power. I keep telling y'all, the Bible will always interpret itself if you understand how. The keys are in Isaiah, the 28th chapter and the ninth verse. It says, here is knowledge. It says, if you want to know anything, precept must be upon precept. In other words, the understanding of one piece of the Bible mixed with the other piece, and you keep putting it together until you get an understanding what the scriptures is teaching you about. And the teaching is to change the way you think. Stop being selfish. All right, keep going. But the chief priest moved the people that he should rather release Barnabas unto them. And Pilate answered and said unto them, What will ye then that I shall do unto him who ye call the king of the Jews? And they cried out, Crucify him. Then Pilate said unto them, Why, what evil hath he done? And they cried out more exceedingly, Crucify him. In other words, the world don't want the truth. They want to live in the shadows of the darkness, of confusion, in charge. But I'm trying to tell you, if you go back and read the others, Matthew and Luke in it, they'll give you more information. The Bible is set up on principles, which means the rules. You understand the rules, you put the rules together, 
and it will change your reality. It changes your life. I'm telling you. You need a job? Learn what the scripture says about getting a job, how to trust God. One of the things I always say is Psalms 12, and I use the first two words, and that says, help, Lord. Help, Lord. I can't do it. I need help. Just like being kind to people when they're mean to me. I have to say, help, Lord. Man. And then the other thing, I have to acknowledge that Jesus is my Lord and Master. How do you do that? By reading Psalms 23, it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Well, I had the Lord Jesus Christ because we didn't know the Messiah's name back then, but we do now. It is Christ Jesus, the hope of glory. The anointing with the word will change things in your life. I pray for people that uh, wanted kids and they got pregnant. They couldn't have any kids. I pray for people that had demons in them and the demons would come out because they can't stand the word of God. I've had uh, people that uh, blind eyes open, deaf ears open, scoliosis healed, uh, what's that other thing there? All kinds of diseases, including cancer. But it wasn't me. It was me knowing the word and understanding that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. A lot of times we seek him for things for ourselves instead of things for others. The more you turn yourself to help others, the more God will turn himself to help you. That's why it's it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Go ahead. And so Pilate, willing to protect the people, released Barabbas unto them and delivered Jesus when he had scourged him to be crucified. And the soldiers led him away unto, unto the hall called Praetorium, mm-hmm. and they called together the whole band. And they clothed him with purple and, and platted a crown of thorns and put it about his head and began to salute him. Hail, king of the Jews. Now, y'all look at this, and most times you will not see what this is talking about. It is talking about the Gentiles. They have, there are so many gods that they call gods, and that they, they would not recognize uh, the king of the Jews. That's the Jews have their God, and their God's name is Yahweh. But the more you understand that you, you hear the word and you operate according to what the word says, for this is the, the, this is the kingdom of mankind when they're trying to get away from the truth. This is the religious people who are getting away from the truth. But those that know their God, they will do great exploits, great miracles are happening. But those that it wants to be dumb, and I hate to say the word dumb, but that's what it is. They want to be dumb and they want to stay that way, then God will allow you to go that way. He said, let the blind lead the blind, and they both will fall in the ditch. So this is why the word is here, so that we can learn it for ourselves, not just somebody teaching it to us, but we have the word talking to ourselves. And as I keep telling you, it's made of metaphors, and it's representing the kingdom of darkness, Versus the kingdom of light. We are the ones that are searching for the kingdom of light so we can come out of the kingdom of darkness. All right, keep going. And they smote him on the head with a reed and did spit upon him 
and bowing their knees, worshipped him. And when they had mocked him, they took off the purple from him and put his own clothes on him and led him out to crucify him. And they compelled one Simon and one... A. uh Simon A. Simon A. Uh Who passed by coming out of the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to bear his cross. And they bring him into the place Gorgatha, which is being interpreted the place of a skull. Now you notice that part there says Gorgatha that's being interpreted. This is what I'm trying to tell you. The Bible has to interpret itself. And God gives us hints by saying one word and then he'll give you interpretation. With Hebrew words, it can be a thousand different interpretations of a word, but you have to put it together, understanding by the Holy Spirit, to find out what is it really saying versus what it is not saying versus what people are saying it says. That's why I say you got to know this scriptures for yourself. All right, keep going. And they gave him to drink wine mingled with myrrh, but he received it not. And when they had crucified him, they parted his garments, casting lots upon them, what every man should take. And it was the third hour they crucified him. And the subscription of his accusation was written over the king of the Jews. Now, I want you to look at that 25th verse again. Now, I'm, I'm going to give you some understanding if you really, really, really want to know about God. I told you he deals in hidden things, and one of the things is, uh, is numbers. Now, I want you to see that on number 25, what it says. And it was the third hour, and they crucified him. If you don't understand what is being said there, it's been it's talking about the three temples. It was the first temple, Herod Temple, then uh Solomon had a temple, and then the third temple is what's being built, and that's why I said in the third hour, because Jesus was the sacrificial lamb from the beginning. It was already in the plan. He was gonna be the uh redeemer of the world. It was already set. But it's not only for the Jews, it's for the Gentiles who had no understanding. We were worshiping idols and stuff and giving unto them, and we still are. And most of our idols is ourself. Our worst enemy is ourself. We need to get rid of, as I told you, the selfish nature and crucify it daily so that you will be able to understand what the word is saying. So it says, and the third hour they crucified him. Well, what is the third hour? Let me tell y'all what it actually means. The third hour actually means 3,000 years. 3,000 years. The first temple was built before the common era, okay, which is that B.C. and then it's A.D. Well, during the, after, after uh, the first 1,000 years, the second start, year started when Jesus was here. Now, it's saying uh, on the third hour, well, Jesus has not showed up except in the spirit to redeem his church. It's going to happen on the third day. That's why he said, if you destroy this temple, 
on the third day I will raise it up. He was talking about two thousand he was talking about a thousand times each hour. Because it says in the Bible, because it's metaphors, it says one day is like a thousand years with God and a thousand years is like one day. Well, what does that mean? I'm trying to tell you. Instead of having to learn all this, it's learn to do what's right. That's why Jesus, when they asked him about the, uh, what is the commandment, what is the most important commandment, he said, uh, named all these things to do. And this young man said, well, I done did these things for my youth, and God loved me. He said, now all you have to do is sell what you have and come follow me. In other words, give up your, your desires, your emotions, to do what is pleasing in God's eyesight. He created us to learn to love one another. And that's why it says, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, which is the word, and to love thy neighbor as yourself, to do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Those are the two commandments right there. If you'll do those two things, you have nothing to worry about. Find out what the word says and then do it. Obedience is better than sacrifice and all burnt offerings. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let's keep on going. And with him that crucified two thieves, the one on his right hand and the other on his left. And the scripture was fulfilled, which said, and he was numbered with the transgressors. Now look at that number 28. And the scriptures was fulfilled. In other words, it's prophesied in the Old Testament of what was going to happen in the in the future. That's why when we talk about the gospel, we're not just talking about good news. We're talking about the prophecies of all the things of the past that were being fulfilled by Jesus. There is no coincidence of all the things that he fulfilled. There's no way. Even the computer says there's no way they can even figure out how did he complete his mission has fulfilled every one of the prophecies that was written of him. That's why he said, I come in the volume of the book as it is written of me, of me. You think you have eternal life by reading and studying. He said, you have to follow me. And that means you have to change yourself each time. And here are these people, as I say, the scriptures are being fulfilled and they didn't understand it. Everything is being set up according to the scriptures and they wouldn't believe it. Your confession, this is going to help somebody. Your confession is what you, conf- uh, your belief is what you confess. What you confess is what you believe. If you believe negative, you're going to bring in negative people around you. Every time you're going to look up, well, I'm going through this and I'm going through that, they're just dropping their trash on you. If you need prayer, just the Bible tells us very clearly, nobody can pray better than you can for yourself. Let you pray. And then if that's not working, then talk to the elders, not just somebody. Talk to the elders of the church. Well, what is the elders of the church? Oh, that's the bishop. and all. No. It's people that's been, been through something and know how to get a prayer through. Just like Jesus, when he went to raise Lazarus from the dead, he said, I'm praying because of these people. He said, because I already know you already heard my prayer. He's already told Mary and Martha, I am the resurrection. I ain't waiting until the last. I am the resurrection. I am the word of God. If you're willing to confess it and believe it, you will receive it. And what did he do? He said, roll away the stone and everything. Now, he'd been in the grave over four days. 
The man is thinking he's dead. But yet still, Jesus had the understanding, if I have the power of the Holy Spirit in me, then I, and I please my father, which it says, the word came over the top of him, this is my son and whom I am well pleased. You have to read all of it, not just part of it. You go accept a little of the gospel. You receive the whole thing, the prophecies. And what he said, I pray for these people here so they can know that you sent me. Then he said, Lazarus, come forth. What does the word Lazarus? See, you got to look up some of these things. Lazarus means God's strength. He said, I call forth God's strength. Well, his name was Lazarus before Jesus said, everything is written in a book, I'm trying to tell you. And you're part of the book. You just have to understand it's a lonely road if you understand Christ. If it's if you with the rest of the crowd, they're gonna say crucify, crucify. We don't want the truth. Keep us in the dark. Let us keep being dumb. Let us have fun. This is what we're here for. No, you're here to serve the one that created, and He wants to create you in His image and in His likeness. Yes. So as I said, the main things if you look at those scriptures where it, it talks about the uh, the head wagging and all this, it's written in the Psalms 22. Go back and read it, where it, it'll even tell you where Jesus was even having, having problems of what he, his mind was trying to keep confused, even though he was on the cross. His mind was going through a lot of stuff at that time. It says so in Psalms 22. Go back and read Psalms 22 when you get a chance. You'll find out everything that's in the the four Gospels is written a little bit in each one of those Gospels. But if you put it all together, it comes out Psalms 22. All right, keep going. And they that passed by railed on him, wagging their heads and saying, Ah, thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days. You remember I told you the three days represent 3,000 years, okay? Keep going. They talked about him too, both of them. Most time we always talk about the thief that repented. But I said you got to put all of it together to get the understanding. At first, all, both of those thieves, both of those people talked about Jesus in a in railing accusation. In other words, they were talking about him, making him, trying to make him feel bad and all that. Listen, it don't tell you this unless you read the other scriptures. That's why I keep trying to tell you, you got to put the metaphors together you got to put the proverbs together you have an understanding of what the rules are keep going and when the sixth hour was come there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour and at that ninth hour jesus cried out with a loud voice saying hello 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 laman now, you notice that I keep telling you, it, the Bible sometimes interprets it right itself in the same sentence.
But if you go look up that word, that's where it was, where Jesus was going through all the problems in his mind. And the first thing he hollered out, and you go back to Psalms 22, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? You're going to feel alone. You're going to feel that you're in the deserts. You're going to feel there is no help for you, but there's always help if you're willing to submit yourself unto God, which is the word, and redeem things that you've done. In other words, Lord, I messed up. I need to re, uh, bring forth fruits of repentance. I need to do good to those people I did wrong to. And if, it, if you did wrong to yourself, you need to repent to yourself and do what's right to yourself, and then make sure you get right with God, which is the word. Keep going. And some of them that stood by, when they heard it, said, Behold, he calls Elias. And one ran and felt, filled a sponge full of vinegar and put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink, saying, Let alone, let us, let us see whether Elias will come to take him down. And Jesus cried out with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. And the veil of the temple was rent from twain, from the top to the bottom. Now, if you notice that part, this is 37, very important. When Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. He didn't say he gave up the spirit, did it? It said he gave up the ghost. There's a difference between the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to explain it to you today, but I'm trying to tell you. There's a reason for everything in the Bible. Every word has a position and has an understanding to itself. And then it will use the other part of the Bible to interpret itself if you're willing to believe. All right. And then it says the veil of the temple was rent from the top to the bottom. That represented the religious people, the ones that's going by uh, man's tradition. And I'm trying to tell you to show you the difference. These Christ had to face his own people. He would come among his people, and his people recognized him not. But it's to as many that they acknowledge him, to him he gave power, power in the Holy Spirit, power to do miracles, power that the Holy Spirit will work with them through the Holy, uh, from the Holy Ghost through the Holy Spirit. Don't ask me about everything. I'm just trying to tell you. It's all about your confession and what you believe. You believe, you confess. All right, keep going. And when the centurion, which stood over against him, saw that he so cried out and gave up the ghost, he said, truly, this man was the son of God. And there were also women looking on far off, among whom was Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, the less, and, and Joseph, the Solomon who also, when he was in Galilee, followed him and ministered unto him, and many other women which came up with him unto Jerusalem. Now, I'm going to tell you what these many other women are. It represents the church, and the church is not the religious thing. It is the body of believers. I'm trying to tell you, this is being here. It's time for us to know the truth now. Go ahead. And now when even was come, because it was the preparation that is the day before the Sabbath, and Joseph of, of Arimathea, uh, of Arimathea, an honorable 
counselor, which also waited for the kingdom of God, came and went in boldly until Pilate and craved the body of Jesus. In other words, God's word says, I did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power and a sound mind or disciplined mind where you will speak boldly in the word of God. Even if your life is threatened, you're getting ready to be killed and everything. If you understand that God is real and you know that he's real, if you confess that he's real, then he will reveal himself to you and others will see it. Keep going. And Pilate marveled if he were already dead and calling to him, the centurion, he asked him whether he had been any while dead. And when he knew of it, the centurion, he gave the body to Joseph. Now, here's uh, some things that's been taught. Jesus didn't really die on the cross. Jesus didn't, uh, that he was just unconscious. No, those Roman uh, soldiers know how to kill people. They know the difference between life and death. And that's why the, the king asked, was he been dead for a while? They wanted to make sure he was dead. That's why he stuck that spear in his side, to make sure that Jesus was dead. All right, keep going. And when he bought fine linen and took him down and wrapped him in the linen and laid him in a sepulcher, which was hewn out of rock and rolled a stone into the door of the sepulcher, and Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, beheld where he was laid. In other words, I'm trying to get you out of Study this thing for yourself. I don't need to give you all the answers. I want you to look for those answers that you'll find that the metaphors in the Bible is things like uh, number three, one, seven, five. If you notice, you go back into those scriptures, you'll find out these certain things happen. Forty days, forty nights, everything has a purpose. And the scriptures will explain itself. You will take your time to learn the rules of the kingdom. I'm getting ready to open up now the uh, broadcast. So if anybody got any questions or comments, this will be the time now. All you have to do is push one. I see somebody's hands up. And uh, I'm getting ready to open up your mic here in a second. Let me get this thing here over. It is uh, 913 Five nine uh five nine six. All right. Let me see it. Let me open it up here. Can you hear me? Yes, Pastor James. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I you know, I kinda missed uh, something here. I don't know if there's too much to go through, but I was just wondering about uh uh maybe not up to forty two, but it's close you can get to forty two and to the to the forty seven because I wasn't I was a little confused when it said something about um, about whether Jesus was really dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's uh, people who have said that Jesus didn't die and that he got uh, he was actually just unconscious and that he came mm-hmm. out uh, and married and had a child with Mary Magdalene and all that. Oh. Jesus died. Okay. He was okay. buried, and he went to. He went to the center of the earth, which is hell. Mm-hmm. And he was there, according to his scriptures, three days and three nights. Okay. But you should be able to go back and, uh, since this is the broadcast, you should be able to find it on YouTube. And you can listen okay. to it over again. 
Thank you. Okay. Push one uh, to enter to to come out of this thing here. Let me see here. Because I hate to cut you off, but I might have to. You might have to come back in. Okay. Let me see. All right. Let's look at the next one here. Uh, the next one here. I'm opening up your mic. It's eight six four nine eight two. Can you hear me? Yes. Pastor Jane, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Um, over the weekend, I got a. Um, I got the experience being with a real Jew, and so um, she took me back to my hotel, and so she was telling me that they didn't believe that Jesus was the Messiah. And she was telling me that uh, he was just like uh, Moses and the rest of uh, rest of them. And so and then I said, Lord, I said, I, I really can't confront this lady. I said, but I did. I told her, I said, can I pray for you? And I prayed. I said, and I said, uh, God, make her, make her understand, give her the understanding that Jesus is the real Messiah. And that, you know, her religion, I didn't say that to her, that her religion did bang. But I thought it was a great opportunity because I had never re- really met a real Jew that denied the, the Messiah. Okay. All right then. Well, praise the Lord because the uh, it's the it's their their own teaching, the tradition that is being taught, and they are taught not to even mention the name Jesus. Because they said it would bring a curse upon that person or upon that nation. And that's because the thing that they said was let his blood be upon us and our children. In other words, let the curses fall upon us. So that's what doesn't happen. They're not able to see, neither are they able to hear, unless the Holy Spirit opens up their eyes and opens up their ears that they may hear. All right. Well, thank you for your comment. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to try to, y'all have to figure out how to do this because if I do it, it cuts y'all off. So I'll talk to you later here. Thank you. All right. Let me see if I can get the next one here. All right. Let me see here. I'm getting ready to open up your mic. 804-821. Just a second here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, Pastor Vivian. Um, you have to talk a little louder. Okay. Okay, sir. Uh, the question that I wanted to ask um, is on uh, the heels of the question that was just asked. You said when they said let uh, um the blood be upon us and our children if if this if this is true. Did this incident happen in the book of Acts? When they... Yes, it happened in the book it uh it actually happened in the four gospels. And it, not only that, but it it they God knew in advance they were gonna reject the word of God. Okay. Not just saying reject Jesus. They was gonna reject the word of God. Okay. And that's why I keep telling y'all, read it and see that it interprets itself. But you have to take your time. You have to put this Old Testament with the New Testament. 
Right. And then let it show you what is hidden because the scriptures are hidden. That's why we call it the mystery of the kingdom. All right. Well, all right. Well, I'm glad to hear from you. And uh, I'll let y'all know when we get ready to have the church building. I'm working on it now. So I'm going to go ahead and and, uh, hang up on you and start with the next person. Have a blessed day. Thank you, sir. You too. All right. I'm getting ready to open up your mic. It's 501-208. Can you hear yes, me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To Miss Osi's uh, answer, it's Matthew 27 and 5. Okay. Where it says, His blood be upon our hands and our children. Amen. Our children. That's why I said the Bible always interprets itself. It's just you have to look through it. You have to do what it says, precept upon precept. All right. Well, thank you, sir. You're welcome. Okay, let's see if there's anybody else got their hands up. Um, as I say, um, hopefully I'm working on a building, which should be within the next three days. I'll know something. Uh, I've got several buildings that's that's being offered right now. I got one to talk about tonight, so be praying. Now, this is the time when y'all can pray. <laughs> be praying that I get the right building, not just a building, the right building. All right? All right, then. Thanks talking to you. I'm going to the next person here. As I say, anybody has... Uh, any questions or comments, push one on your telephone, and that will uh, raise a flag here, and then I'll know that you got your hand up. Yeah. Okay. Hold on just a minute here. I'm going to open up the mic for 864-982. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. It's me again. Uh, when you were talking about the chemicals, uh, when we was at the airport, um, they were sending up certain planes, and they looked different and everything. And they was going up like, um, not horizontal, Ooh, yeah, horizontally. And so and then the guy was telling us that they were spraying out chemicals into the atmosphere. And we asked, why was they doing that? And then after a while, you know, you could see real deep trails of um uh, where they're doing this, and then another one comes up right behind it, and it does the same thing. And when you talk about the chemicals, I, I think we would be important from the air, um, the way it looks like, the way it was presented to us at the airport about that, about those two planes and how they went up and how they were de- de- uh, depositing stuff uh, to put on the earth. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was telling about earlier. When it first came I know. on, I, I I I was just trying to uh, just tell you that I, I seen what you were saying. Oh, okay. Well, you have a blessed day, dear. Thank you. Every day is good, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. Anybody else got their hands up? You have to push one on your phone. But you know me, I'm I'm waiting to see who wants to ask a, a biblical question or some or a comment. 
because we I go up it I'm working as I told you I'm working on a building right now. Just y'all keep praying to make sure I get the right building. Now, I'm telling you how to pray. The right building. I want one that's gonna be in in the place where people can get to it, that people that need the ones that need help, not the everybody, the ones that need help to be able to get there. Because you'd be surprised how many churches are so religious, they don't want to talk about deliverance. They don't want to talk about casting out demons. They say, all we have to do is just pray. Well, if that's all we have to do, then Jesus should have did just the same thing, just prayed. But you notice, he battled with demons. They say the Bible tells us in the book of Ephesians, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. People are not the problems, but the spirit that operates behind them. And that is the first thing is selfishness and ego. Selfishness and ego. All right, it's uh, 649. Anybody got any more questions? Raise your hand or a comment. I'm giving you time. I want to thank everybody who's uh, so far has raised their hand and gave their, asked the question or asked or gave the comment. Do you have anything you want to say? Okay. Well, as I said, I'm giving y'all a chance. We already read the 15 and 16 is going to be the most important. That's next next Monday, which it teaches you how to operate in the kingdom of God. As I told you, it's metaphors, but it's hidden metaphors. And it explains itself if you're willing to learn. You've got the, the Bible says clearly, uh, Shamir Israel, Anonai, Anahinu, Anani Akkar. That's a Hebrew word for saying, Hero Israel. You got to hear to get faith. You got to hear to have an understanding. You got to stop talking and start listening. Then you'll speak what is taught in your mind. Because we've been taught wrong for so long, we pronounce death upon ourselves. We bring curses upon ourselves and, and because we're not speaking the confession that we should be to bring in uh, the blessings. Faith cometh by hearing. And why? How? By the word of God. How? By you speaking it and confessing it, and you believe what you confess. What happens if God doesn't answer your question or answer your problem or didn't answer what you needed? In the te- He's still God. He's still God all by himself. So make sure that you have the right mind to receive what God is trying to give us. All right, we got... Two more minutes here. I'm trying to give you all a chance. Somebody can raise your hand. Well, I think I did everything I'm supposed to do because, you know, it's the old saying, when the Holy Spirit stopped talking, I stopped talking. I don't try to stress it or anything else. So that's why we're here, that we can hear from the Word of God and then teach it so that we will do it. I see a hand up now. Uh, let me see here. It is uh, eight six four nine eight two. Can you uh, hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. 
Okay. Can we also say that faith comes by listening and listening to the word of God? That's what I just said. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I think a lot of times we say hearing, but a lot of times listening is more, um, I can say more opening, it's more understanding to me. Uh, only, only quote what the scriptures tell me. I understand that, sir. Because as I tell people, God's word is enough, and the King James is the closest thing to what God told me it is. I know there's a lot of interpretations and stuff like that, but I go by what God told me. All right. Well, thank you. We're getting ready to go off the broadcast here. Nobody else has anything. All right. Well, as I said, I don't hear anything else. So until next Monday, I don't know who's going to be on the broadcast. If it'll be Deborah or or uh, Dwayne, but we'll try to have the broadcast on. And if uh, I have a new building, because we're going, to, if I get a building, we're going to be doing deliverance uh, more than just once a week now. But there's so many people. I have, I've got at least. 15 people that need deliverance. And that's why I train y'all so you can learn how to fight the devil. So this is Jesus Christ Teaching Ministries here located in Kansas City, Missouri. As I say, we don't have a building right yet, but we're about we're working on one. And I would just like to pray a, a blessing upon you that the face of God will start to resonate in your mind, that you'll be able to see that the gospel is right, that the prophecies is right, that God is right, and God is trying to teach us to live by faith or by trust and not by sight. So until next week, God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you shalom.